in the beginning was the word, but we're not going that far back. No, we're going all the way back to 2007, where a former Gadzooks manager and a youth pastor decided to do something different. He wanted to start a church in a movie theater. So fast forward 14 years and a mulleted worship pastor, Justin Hagler, turned the vision God gave him for a different kind of church into the simple church. Thousands of lives changed, millions of dollars given away. God has done something in Shreveport, Bossier that no church has done before. And that's right. Join us on the backstage with the Simple Church Podcast Summer as we look at the humble beginnings of the Simple Church. Talk to the people who were there and had no idea what was ahead. The mullet may be gone, but the spirit of the mullet will live on in all of us every day. Hey, everybody. Hey, thanks for listening. Sound like David Lee Roth. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got nobody. Well, that's a way to start, yeah. Scott. I know. Well, it's we've been gone for a little bit. The listener did not know. No, that. The listener did through the magic of podcasting. Mm. We had magic. pre-recorded some episodes. We're back live now. Yes, and we've got a great one today. Yes, we do. Lisa McDaniel is Lisa. our guest. That's right. She's been around Simple Church since the very for beginning. A long time, her and her husband. One of the launch team members yes. of the Simple Church. She's been very involved, helping do a lot of different things, and it's a great conversation. Yeah, and has been running the Do Good Store for quite a long time with Angie and Candy and. And Anne, and I'm sure I'm leaving somebody out. That's right, but she's going to talk about it here in a minute. Mm -hmm. So thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading this episode of Backstage with the Simple Church. We would love for you to subscribe so you get it every week automatically, whether you're watching on YouTube or listening in the audio feed, wherever you listen to your podcast. And leave us a five-star review. It helps people to find it. It bumps it up when you're searching, makes it easier. It does help. It helps us help you. That's right. That's why I look directly into the camera. Deep stare. Mm. Mm. Now let's go to our conversation with Lisa McDaniel. Listen. It has gotten worse and worse. Well, because right, I was I, in my mind, it was going to be better. Sorry uh-huh. about that. That's but right. uh, I was making eye contact with you, and then I I couldn't do it. People know that if they're watching the YouTube video, yes. you can see yeah. Scott. You kind of ducked in and out. I did. That's By the right. way, it feels good to be back. It is. People don't know we've been missing. Yes, we have been missing. But pre pre recorded the last couple of episodes. Yes, you didn't know that out in listener land. No. But now we are live in the room with Yay. Lisa McDaniel. Yay. And she is so excited to be here, Scott. She, she <laughs> seems like it. <laughs> this is one of the things I really like about Lisa is that she's not one that's going to be in the spotlight. She's not going to be the one that gets the credit. But she has a great story to share and has been a yes, big part does. of Simple Church for a long time. Her and her husband, Donnie, were part of the initial launch team. You did yep. student ministry with Justin back in the They're day. They're still on the DLT, isn't Donnie? Directional yeah. leadership mm-hmm. team. That's right. And we want to hear from you, Lisa. So thanks for being here. Mm. Sure. Glad to do it. <laughs> no, you're not. But we made you anyway. First of all, shout out to Susan. Yes, Carl's her number one fan. She number just called fan. on the phone. Yes, who is also one of Lisa's very best friends. Yes, she is. Yeah, so I just wanted to give you a little shout out, Susan. That's right. right. Thanks for the listening. Beginning. Download. Thank you for listening. But Lisa, tell us about you. Tell us about your family, how many kids you have, what does you and Donnie <clears throat> do, and just a little intro about the McDaniel family. Oh, well, we have three kids, and um, they are all married. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> um, Ow. Yes, we do, and... Um, 
This is so weird hearing myself. It but, is. Um, sound great. Anyway, Donnie has a, uh, he's in construction, and I'm kind of his number one hey girl. I help him with that. Is that the official term, a hey girl? Yes. It's like, usually hey guy, hey boy. You know, hey girl, come get this. Hey girl, come hold this. I was thinking hey girl, like, come oh, help yeah, this. Horses, like, hey. Yeah, like, hey. <laughs> no, no, no. Just, just as a uh, uh, left hand mm, man, woman. girl, whatever. Yeah. So we do that, and, um, and then I help. At the Do Good store, that's... Um, you do a little more than just come. help. Well, whatever needs to be done down there, you know, we take care of it. And I have a, we have a great little group team and stuff that we work with down there, Angie and Candy and Ann, and they are a mega blessing to me. That has mm. been a, a God thing through it all, um, that the, those ladies have become such a integral part of my life and we've been able to go through great times and you know sad times together and been there for each other through thick and thin and so that and simple church kind of brought all that together for me for that so that's a great thing yeah i definitely want to get the do good story but let's go further back how did you guys get to know justin how'd you get connected with him and you guys were part of the original launch team right right we were and um you know, we'd known Justin. He'd been in uh, youth leader at um, First Bossier, and that's where we were attending. And um, I, thinking back on it, I can remember um, <clears throat> one time he was he preached um, one Sunday, and then they had some uh, group that came. I don't know if they were on bicycles jumping. It was for the youth. Oh, it was dirt bikes. Yes. I remember that. Yeah. And they did all that. But he, he preached a it was a fantastic sermon. I wish I could remember exactly what it was on, but it was so good. And he was just so, you know, charismatic. He's just a oh, great yeah. we were communicator. He spoke in big church. Yes, he spoke in big church. That was and big so um, that, was a, that was a big deal. And um, after it was over, um, he had Donnie, asked Donnie if he would help tear down some things. And um, <clears throat> I can remember him driving up in the driveway to drop Donnie off after that. And I just told him, I said, dude, I said, you were excellent today. I said, you could be my pastor anytime. I said, you, I could sit in and listen to you from now on. And it wasn't long after that that he asked us to come in about, and he had his idea of the simple church and what, what he wanted, his vision for what he wanted church to be. And we just said, we are in. You know, we're excited about that because... And of nobody's fault but our own, we had gotten in the routine of just sitting and soaking, mm. just sitting there and just letting, in just the, sitting there and being blessed. In the hot tub of the Lord. Because I'll yes. go back to the dirt bikes. That was 06. I remember it because I was a f- middle school leader and Will Guyton, who's the middle school pastor, said, hey, we need a volunteer. I was like, sure. So I laid down and they had dirt bikes jump over me. <laughs> That's crazy. And I'm working a lot of first bosier. I must not have been oh, six. there. So yeah, it's probably was, a little bit yeah, before you. No, or after, after you. you. I'm sorry. That's yeah, what after me. You after yeah. you'd left. But then the Simple Church launched 07 and you had young kids at that point, right? Yeah, they were um, high school, middle school. Okay, yeah. And, um, not that young. Not that young. Yeah, but um, they were um, enough that they could help. Yeah. Yeah, especially. You know, so, and be involved. So that's what, that's the thing that I love so much about the Simple Church is that you put feet to it. You know, we have been able to do more things instead of sitting there and um, just, you know, 
letting somebody else do it, <laughs> yeah. pay for somebody else yeah. to do it or whatever. Being we, in the hot tub. Do good. Yeah. It's do time to good. get out. That's right. That's right. I think you were going to sing there for a minute, Scott. Did you uh, want to? Give us your hand. <laughs> give us your feet. <laughs> Is that Cass? Who sang that? I think that's Audio Adrenaline, and that's I oh. Want to Be Your Hands. I want to oh, be, be Your Hands. Yeah. No, I don't know. I didn't listen to Christian music. Still don't. So. Well, there you go. Nothing against it, by the way, if you like it. It's just not my cup of tea. Not your jam. Yeah, not that I'm listening to, like, you know, Satanist music either. Well, let's hope not, Scott. Really, I don't listen to much music, I'm going to be honest with you. There you go. Yeah. Podcast. (laughs) (laughs) So you get involved, and then talk Mm -hmm. about Donnie being on the directional leadership team. How did that happen to kind of... Well, I mean, Justin was just looking for, I guess, a few good men. Hey. And I consider him a good man, for sure. Who, Justin uh, or Donnie? Donnie. (laughs) Not Justin. Donnie. No, but you know, it was just, um, they just, uh, understood his vision and, and he's an idea man. Uh, Justin is God has blessed him tremendously and just given him, you know, vision. Yeah. And creative ways to get his point across and God's point across, you know, so, um, and it's fun to be a part of that. It's very frustrating at times <laughs> to be a part of that. And I know I don't yes. have to tell you that, but, uh, cause yeah. sometimes those ideas come like five minutes before <laughs> quick. <laughs> yes. But anyway, we roll with it. But, um, you know, going back to the beginning, we just, uh, we met, we met at our home, like we were talking about earlier and with whiteboards and, and, uh, started making a plan. So and that was a couple years into the church. We were growing, trying to figure out what to do. Right. And Justin called a big meeting of everybody that was kind of on staff and mm-hmm. in the leadership. And we were going to split into three campuses. Right. And so how we're going to do that and logistics of that. And I remember you opened up your home. We probably crammed oh, 50, 60 people in there. More than should have been there. Probably. Right. And they were <laughs> every spot sticking out. And we all sat around and yeah. tried to talk about what it's going to look like. And you guys have hosted over the years a lot of different things in your house. And Well, and it's just, it's. It's just fun, and I think one of the the things that always uh, is amazing to me, and it still amazes me, is whenever um, we take a risk, mm. God mm. blesses it. It's like, you've got to trust me on this. You know, you step out. If you'll just, you know, take this risk, and he really has just blessed us beyond anything, I think, Justin, he didn't think, you know, 50 people would show up the first time. You have a claim to fame. Justin talked about you for partner party in years. I don't know if you know this or no. not, but he always says that nobody believed that Simple Church was oh. going to be as big as it was, except you. I did. I just you were said, the one of the few I'm people that said gonna, it's going to It's going to work. It was exciting, you know, and it still is. And one of the things that I'm, and I still am amazed, I've served in several, started out in hospitality. We used to, we had, I don't, I'm like eight or 10 um, ice chests. And the night before, we'd go, like, to Super One or wherever we could get the cheapest coats. Every Saturday night. <laughs> and Yep. And we would ice them down and then bring them down to the um, convention center. We had an ice chest. And then it just got so big. And then we were able to use the cooler. So I started in hospitality. I've served in the nursery and did that. And then I've done set up and tear down. And the thing that is always amazing to me is that there are no complaints. Mm. When people are setting up and doing all this manual labor for and free. working, just yeah, their for time. free, they're volunteering. There's just smiles on people's faces, and they just are happy to be doing something, happy to be a part. You know, just to be, um, be really a part of 
of what God's doing in our church. and, and well, I Because we're doing great. it for the Lord. Lisa. We are. But there are we some are. churches where they say they're doing it for the Lord's God. They might not have as good a time. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not saying that it's not hard and that sure. there, there hasn't been difficulties. And, you know, every week is a, is a challenge. You know, there's something. Well, and this was one of the things that I was thinking about. In the beginning, we had one trailer. Yeah. One trailer. And Donnie McDaniel was responsible for getting the trailer. He'd go and pick it up. Every Sunday morning, what time would he get there? I don't know. It was like 6, something like that. It was early. He had to get there. And I had one job. And my job was to make sure he got up. <laughs> and I did not do that one Sunday. And so about 6.15 or whenever he was supposed to be there, we get a call and Chip called uh, Donnie. <laughs> and we were just like in panic. Like we had overslept. and uh, It was a tight window, right? Church would start at Very nine. tight. You had to have very it all set up. Tight. It took it right until right. 8.45 most yep. Sundays. Yeah. And so, yeah, because you had to be out before the movie Got noon sharp. Yeah. People started walking in for movies. Right, they did. So, um, but yeah, he was our only trailer pool yeah, for a yeah, while. For a long and in time. fact, on Wednesdays or was it Thursdays? I can't remember. He would actually bring the trailer to First Bozier, back it up to the gym at some point, and then I by myself would show up and unload that trailer and set everything up for band practice in the gym. I, re- I had forgotten about that, but yes. Yeah. So then he would drop it off, and then we would load it with the band and everybody would load it up that night, then he at some point would come get it. Crazy. Yep. It is. We've come a long way, baby. We have. Yeah, that was Wednesday nights. Yeah, because I would go, I would, uh, it was either right before or right after I got off work at the hospital. I would go and unload that trailer and set everything up. Dang. Yep. It's a lot to unload by yourself. <laughs> yep, it was. Now we have great volunteers that we do, do. Well, I say it was a lot. I mean, it really, I mean... At that time, it was a lot, but compared to what we have now, it was nothing. Sure, it just kept growing. Yeah, yeah. It was just a few speakers. It wasn't like anything major. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. And then you have a soft spot in my heart because when I was a student pastor, you guys were life group host. You would have teenagers in your house, and you were always very open and welcoming, and there are not a lot of people that want a bunch of teenagers in their house. Mm-hmm. So I always appreciate anything that, Anything for you, Evan. Oh, that oh, means a lot. But your kids were great and real involved. such a lot. <laughs> It's not kidding. a lot. But probably my favorite JP memory, your son, is when he was Buddy the Elf. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Some people might remember that for Christmas. We did mm-hmm. the Elf upstairs. My kids love to dress up. They still love to, you know, costumes, costume. Halloween, whatever. They'll they'll do it. They have no shame they're whatsoever. Fun. But, yeah, they're a lot of fun. Especially JP. Especially JP. JP has no shame. He doesn't. <laughs> but, yeah, he was, um, he was spot on. For Buddy the Elf, for sure. Oh, oh yeah. Nailed. Well, first of all, he's what six foot. He's every bit like Will Ferrell. Yeah. He's six six, and yeah. so um, <laughs> had the big hair at the time. Yes, big hair, he had big curly smile. hair. <laughs> he did the whole um, elevator routine. Yeah. Yes, on the escalator. Yes, escalator. Sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, he was great. He was perfect. Him and then Calvin Freeman as the manager were the best cosplay elf costumes we had done. Yeah. They nailed it. He had the red sweater vest. I don't know if you remember that. Mm-hmm. Awesome. He looked great. I don't remember that. <laughs> that's okay. Yeah. You're not a big I do Christmas remember. guy. <sighs> We're not going to have this discussion. Right. That's fine. No, I do remember him as, as Buddy the Elf. I just don't remember Calvin. I got thing. Yeah. yeah. Calvin was great. But yeah, so your kids now, they've moved on. They're older. You're empty nesting. But one of the things that you got real involved with in the Simple Church was the start of the Do Good store. So to talk about, you guys had a store, Fairway we Gift did. Garden. We, we were in retail for 15 plus years, and uh, 
loved it. It was very good to us, but um, just had an opportunity to sell that um, and re what I thought was retire. <laughs> but, In quotes. Yes, but um, not soon after that, uh, Justin uh, came to us and said, I've got an idea. And um, uh, it was the idea was for the do good store. And uh, he said that there is nothing in the Bible about retirement. <laughs> that was his line to you. Mm -hmm. And of I course. said, I can't argue with that. I don't, I mean, I'm not a Bible scholar, but I've never seen it. I think you're supposed to work till Jesus comes. Isn't that what the song says? But um, so uh, with what little experience I had and a lot of great volunteers and Bobby Stevenson was involved in that, we um, kind of figured out kind of what that would be. And our premises is, uh, it all kind of started when, do you remember when he did the um, love God, love people, love the mm -hmm. saints, love God, love people, love the cowboys. Right. He did yeah. like a t-shirt t-shirts and whoever sold them, whoever sold the most, which shirt sold the most, like if it was the cowboys, it'd go to mission Arlington, I think. And it was a Katrina for new Orleans. And right. I think Katrina won. I think of the who yeah. did. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. So the idea was, well, if we can, create or find something that we can sell that does good, why not have a whole store that carries products like that? And so we strive to find products that already give back. Um, if they're like, I'm trying to think of some, like we carry Bridgewater candles. With every candle that you buy, they um, feed a child um, that are, that is, you know, hunger deprived or whatever. They have a... a mission for that. They do a lot with the rice bowls yeah. and all. So um, anyway, we look for products that already give back. So when we purchase them and then we sell them, they do double good. Double good. I always like that term. Yeah, double good. So we've done good when we purchase those um, from that manufacturer. And then we take the profits um, once we pay our overhead and um, the profits that we have left. And then we can put those toward do good projects like water wells and just helping people here locally. But we also, um, you know, help uh, the Land of a Thousand Hills. We carry their coffee, Africa, and um, and just a lot of other projects that we've been able to help with. So And Land of a Thousand Hills, that was one of the initial ones. And Donnie got to go on that first trip, right? He did. He went on the finding trip. They wanted to make sure if they were going to, you know, support it. Um, and, and I love that about Simple Church. They want to, you know, vet. Uh, projects to make sure that that the people that they're helping they're really getting what we're right. sending. So um, he got to go um, on the first trip, and it was just it's life changing. And then a few years later, we got to go back and got to actually meet our children that we sponsor. Yeah. So that was, and I look, I hope I get to go back again because I would love to. Um, uh, we sponsor two boys, and um, it was just incredible getting to meet them but and just to see the whole the beautiful country but then to see the people that are just changing that yeah that world over there so much so that um the president you know of rwanda looks to them for their how they're 
how they're helping making orphans, that difference. Right? Yeah. yeah, they're really one of the biggest mm-hmm. providers of helping kids that don't right. have parents in the country of Rwanda. Right. And so, so Land of a Thousand Hills, is, right. that they're known as, is the coffee. It's literally one of the best places in the world to grow coffee. Right. And so they but were they trying. they didn't know that at the time, though. Who didn't know that? The people of Rwanda didn't know that at the time. Uh, I think. I know that the elevation helps, and I'm not sure the history of all that and where it happened, and yeah. we can fact check that later. That's okay. But basically, they had a great product, and they were just trying mm-hmm. to get it out there. And so I know, like, Catalyst Conference had done it and do, was using their coffee. Right. And they were promoting, and their phrase was, drink coffee, do, do good. It. Right. And that was one of the things that, and I think, inspired that initial. Right. Well, we we talked about several names for the store, and, you know, but it just kept coming back to that because that's what we were wanting to do, yeah. do good. And that phrase actually in Scripture a lot, too. It is. We were surprised when we started looking. So many places. That so, when you go. And so look. if it's important to, to Jesus, it needs to be important to us, too. Mm. I like the sound of that. And then Africa New Life is the organization we partner right. kids with. And let's put a link in the bio. We'll make sure we go through. And if you want to sponsor a <laughs> child, we directly go to that. We go and try to figure that out. And Absolutely. if you want to sponsor a child, I think it's $39 a month now. Yeah. We I mean, it's just nothing. You know, it just. Spend that one meal eating out. Yeah. Mm. We really are hoping that um, one of our boys is very studious. He's good. So studious. we're hoping that we can continue on with him with college and wow. and everything. Oh, I was. I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about one of your children, but you're talking about one of your one of your yeah, sponsors. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Well, I know that. I'm sorry. I was like, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. Anyway. But it's just a, and they have such a great program over there. They've done so. Yeah, they're incredible. So many great things. And then we got to go meet our sponsor child as well. It's yeah. got that's one of the few trips you haven't been on, right? You haven't been. To I have never been to Africa. There you go. Yep. Get I never experienced trip. the rains down there. <laughs> Sing the song. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. yeah. But African New Life is incredible. And that was really, I think, that time we're starting to think about how are you going to continue to do that? We've always partnered with Amigo Fiel and Juarez. Mm-hmm. And we want to support those organizations. But if you could sell a product right. that helps do Well, that. not everybody can go on a mission trip. Right. But everybody can do something. And exactly. if, they, you know, it can be as simple as buying a T-shirt, you know, and know that that. You're helping. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. And so the Do Good store that started, was that 2012, 13? You can tell me anything. I think so. And I remember we rates. built the mock-up of the store. Yes. Yeah. On the stage. Yeah. <laughs> I helped build that. Yeah. It was uh, It was so much fun. I love things like that. It was stressful, but it was just really fun putting all that together and, mm-hmm. uh, and just to get the excitement for it. And so we started with all volunteers and had some fantastic volunteers that, you know, would give up their time. We're only open on the weekends. We just have never gotten to the point to where we can be open full time. But uh, we've gotten to the point to where we can now pay um, people. You know, we have yeah. some really good um, workers down there. and Because um, I think it's 2012 because I think next year is the 10-year anniversary. Yeah, I think it is. So I think mm-hmm. that it's been nine years and mm-hmm. the boardwalk was cool. So it we was. had a relationship with the boardwalk. Yeah. which been very good to us. Yeah, which we've moved... Three times. Three times? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wherever they tell us. Yeah. Because they came and got excited about the idea right. when we told right. it to them and that they were actually yes. going to help us to get a right. Yeah, there. they actually helped us out the retail space. And still continue. Yeah. They do. And um, Big but, supporters. Uh, you know, we are um, still there and we try to do all we can and keep current and all. Um, COVID, you know, was hard on everyone. Sure. And, uh, but... Um, as long as water heaters don't bust and things like that. Hey, I and I had fun. Talk about <laughs> that. Like Scott, what happened? Well, we had a we had an issue. This First was of recent. All, I've never seen anything like this before in my life. But so the water heater busted above the bathroom 
in the Do Good store where it's currently located yes, now. Where this it's was currently two located, months ago. yeah, it's like two months ago. So I like basically John said he had to go to the Do Good store to take care of a problem. I was busy, so then I was like, I like called him and said, you know, hey, you know, is there any way I can help before I leave for the day? And he said, bring every broom and the squeegee we've got. And I went. <laughs> Okay. I still had no idea what was going on. And so sure enough, I get down there and it's probably by the time I got there, it was about ankle deep mm-hmm. of water. Mm-hmm. And so I just had a little squeegee. So I'm squeegeeing it out. <laughs> but the main thing I remember is, is the, so I guess the ceiling is painted in the bathroom mm-hmm. and all of a sudden I look and there's this bubble that's growing, and it's just slowly coming down. And so, you know, it's probably like a 10-foot ceiling, and this bubble is coming down to my eye level. I've never seen anything like that, but it's all the water is just in the paint, and it's just bringing it down. And and I just walked away. <laughs> but it's cleaned up yeah. now? The it's cleaned up. Is well, Donnie, Donnie walked in and goes, don't touch it. I said, I'm not going to do anything. Don't touch it. Yeah, so... Yeah, we were very fortunate, I mean, that yeah. it didn't damage a lot of the merchandise. No, it didn't get any real uh, not merchandise. T- not much at all, you know. Yeah. Um, some things that were lower in, in the back, but right. really yeah. not much at all. Yeah, but we had to carry everything out by hand, and then we had the, the maintenance guy came by with one of those little squeegee things, and he was going out every five minutes. He'd do it, it'd fill up, and he'd have to go out back and dump, dump it, it and fill it up and dump it. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. Just, Crazy. Just part of life. Part of like owning that. a retail store, yeah. huh? Right. I bet you Things had some happen. fairway stories. Sure. Yeah. We were talking Which, about the tornado. Oh, sorry. Yeah, speaking of the tornado and the fairway, because one of the things was is all the trailers that Simple Church had yes. was parked behind mm-hmm. uh, fairway hardware yeah. for years. Early on. Yeah, and in right. fact, uh, funny story, I actually got caught in your razor wire. <laughs> I have a scar on my hand to this day from your Were you razor. breaking in? No. Uh, for, how did you do that? I'm going to tell you how I did that, Lisa. For some reason, I can't remember, y'all were out of town and the band needed into one of the trailers because uh, mm-hmm. Chad Alexander needed to change the drum heads on the drums. And we could not, for whatever reason, I have no idea why, could not move that trailer at that time. So he, we actually set up a tent Oh, I do remember something well, at, about that. Outside. Fair, outside. It was hot. Yes. And he said in that parlor line, but when I lowered that gate or when I raised it up, I was too close to that. That, And I went to raise it and I went to close it. My hand went like that. Oh. And the door closed. I was like, I can't move my hand. And razor wire, it had gone all the way down into my hand. Ugh. Didn't hurt. But there you go. There you go. But you were telling the story about yes. the time there was a tornado and we lost a tree back there by the trailer. Yeah, right. Lost a tree and went, a trailer. And went right across my car, too. Mm-hmm. So. Had to chainsaw it out, right? Right. Yeah. Not a lot of great adventures like <laughs> yeah. that. I remember we, Joe, uh, Joe and Chip and somebody else worked in the dark out there after that happened to help get that tree was off it, overnight. I think we said it like it happened yeah. on a Saturday yeah. And, of course, we needed everything on a Sunday. Yeah, so they, they worked overnight to get that thing up. Because that trailer was the video trailer, right? Yeah, it had all the video equipment and everything. It was the video trailer, and it did, we needed it, or Chip needed it going. They figured it out. Yeah, I think I slept. But <laughs> I don't. They were out there, there working. Yeah, thank you, Chip and Joe. <laughs> the heroes. So, Lisa, as you look back now, as you've been at Simple Church at the beginning, I was wondering if there was a highlight or something that stands out or a story. Or a low light. We're going to do that next. Oh, sorry. Yeah. So, what is something that is one of the things that you look back on now and you can say, like, that was really cool? 
Well, it's it's really hard to pin down. I would that, the trip to Africa, the mission yeah. trip was was a great highlight. I mean, that's one of the greatest blessings I've had to be able to be a part of that. And we are so blessed here in America. I mm. can't. You just have to leave our country, and uh, and see how the rest of the world lives. To we got it so good. Perspective. We got it so good. And the cool thing is we actually just started opening up, sign up for the trip in October. So this is 2021. Yeah. We're going to go again in October for the first time in two years. I would encourage anyone who has any, you know. Ever wanted plan, to go. Yes. It's a trip of a lifetime. And uh, that, and I've loved being a part of the Do Good Store. It's been great. The girls that I get to work with down there, that's my life group. You know, yeah. that we we have we call it our our life group. But, you know, it's the connections. Our church has gotten really big. But um, when you get involved in areas, you really get to meet, you know, uh, people. I didn't really know Angie that well hmm. until, you know, we started the do good store and we started going to market. Serving and together. Yeah. Like, yes. And so but she is just, you know, one of my besties i guess you'd say but and i think I'll, we can all agree this way better than justin oh across the board well she's she is the antithesis of Justin, yeah <laughs> in all the right ways yeah yes not uh, that justin's a terrible no person. we love justin absolutely but she is justin, sweet but yes fine. they are quite the pair and um so that uh that's a great highlight but i um, mean i'm looking forward to seeing what God has a head mm. for us all. It's always it's an, always an adventure. There's always, as John says, an opportunity. Not a problem. Mm. That's right. No problem. John Just opportunity. All problems are opportunities That's to right. figure it out. And uh, um, and somehow they get solved. That's right. God's help. So what's a low light? <laughs> Anything stand out as a tough time yeah. or one of those moments yeah. like losing your car to a tree or cleaning up, mm. going and. I just I just don't have a. There you go. Oh, come on. Lee. No, I really, I really don't. I don't have n- nothing that I would call low, you yeah. know. Um, frustrations, yes, you sure. know, there's those, but uh, I really don't. I, I really couldn't say. Um, they yeah. may come to me later. That's fine. Yeah, let us know. <laughs> no, we did talk about cleaning when we was being in the movie yeah. theater and doing that. I mean, nobody loves it, but no, you were but saying the people that did it. I mean, you just... Um, you could have you fun do scrubbing it, the floor. You know, right. Yeah, we had to yeah. clean the the bar after Gallagher. Oh, yeah. yeah, Very that famous was a, story. Yeah, yeah he was story. the comedian that... Smashed watermelon. Yes, and they didn't... Another fruit. Yeah, they had they had <laughs> to um, clean that up before we could start, you know, and be a part of that. And, and when we were first at the movie place at the boardwalk, um, we had... Uh, the babies were kept in the party room, and we had to mop and clean that before and sanitize it all. Right. Before. So the movie theater is open till midnight. Yeah. We come in at six a.m. on Sunday morning. And you can imagine the floors with cupcake, well, full yeah. goo, and all that. Well, and plus their staff is generally teenagers. Right. right. That you know, let's just say they're not exactly the best workers because mm-hmm. you know they they're. Their mind is elsewhere, especially cleaning. Yeah. yeah, in that, especially in that time. And so, when you want to clean enough for a baby to crawl on that floor, right? Yeah. Well, we had mats. Yes. <laughs> we yes. did not. Let me say that we did not let them do that. But, um, uh, but it all got done, you know, and and uh, mm-hmm. it all worked out. And I can remember the lines, people. You oh, know, yeah. It was like Disney. 
you know, with the line. Well, we came up with a whole system of ropes and had to go yeah. and try to figure and, out how to cue And I, I, it was always amazing. I said, I can't believe they're waiting in line to get to church. Yeah. And I said, this is, this is wonderful. This is crazy, but it's wonderful. I mean, it, it just reminded me like Disney where, yeah. you, you know, you just snake around and snake around and people trying to get there. It's like a get in line and get a good seat. Because at one point, so we worked with Regal Cinema, they had a faith and church division that was in charge of book and theater churches. Justin actually spoke on their conference one time. Mm -hmm. And when we were all in the theater before we split, we were the largest theater church in the entire Regal system in the United States. Yeah, we were the largest theater church in the United States, I believe. I think so. Yeah. And for sure in Regal, but we were one of the biggest that was going on. And that's when we started trying to yeah. find more. Yeah. And it in was wild. Bozier. Yeah. Right here. Isn't that crazy? Not the huge city. No. And another reason why people waited in line is you didn't know what theater Justin was going to be in at one point. That's right. So we had the two largest theaters and he wouldn't, I don't know why we came up with this idea. Well, or people said that they good. wanted to not be in the simulcast. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, so we think, we'll trick them. Yeah. So Justin, <laughs> so you didn't know which theater he was going to be in. And sometimes he would change mid, he would start in one mm -hmm. theater, then switch to show the a video one. Yeah. and then he'd appear in the other. Yeah. One. So, ah, crazy ideas. And then he'd have to leave. And yeah. go to yes. the Regal Nine. Yeah. So he would, yeah, yeah, finish a service. He had to be over there. The band would start playing, and he would drive in and be there just in time to get up and preach. Yeah. And if there was a train road. or anything. And there's always a train. Always. Yeah. It was always. Brian would risky. have to stall at Regal Nine. Yep. <laughs> risky times. <laughs> it's crazy. It is. Yep. It is a, it's been a crazy ride, and I hope it just. Keeps on going. That's right. That's a good note to end on, Lisa. Mm -hmm. Thanks for coming. It wasn't yeah. that bad, Lisa. Was it? No. Oh, Lisa. We were just talking. Thanks, Scott. Thank you. Thank Ooh. you for all you do. Thanks to your family. Big we fan of the McDaniels. Mm -hmm. We're very thankful to be a part of it. Oh. Very, nice. very thankful. There you go. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening and checking out this episode of Backstage with the Simple Church. Lisa is great. She is very humble, Scott, but she's been a big part of the church. She didn't humble me. No, she did not. She is humble. She yeah. is very, very, very talks down of what she's done, but her and Donnie have been huge parts of Simple Church. Huge parts. We're super thankful for them. And thank Massive you parts. for being a listener. Next week, Scott, we have our very first ever listener turned guest. Who's that? Mark Perkins will be our guest next oh, week on Perkins the podcast. Oh, Perkins Perkins. That's right. He's one of our biggest fans and listeners. And so he is going to come on and talk about his time at the beginning. Mm, Perkins, Perkins, and Perkins. <laughs> he, he's a triplet. <laughs> <laughs> but that is not true. But he is going to be on next week and talking about it. And thank you. Make sure you subscribe wherever you're listening or watching this on YouTube. Get the new episode every Wednesday. And leave us a five-star review. It just helps out and get people to find it. Yes. All right. Well, have a great week. Have a great week. Bye -bye. Thanks for listening. Thanks. We appreciate it here at Odom and Odom. Does that make me an Odom? <laughs> yes, it does. All right.